Sirius XM Radio is better with Bogle Wines. 70s on 7, 80s on 8, better with Bogle. Alt Nation, Hip Hop Nation, Hair Nation, better with Bogle. Madison, Howard, Andy Cohen, better, better, better. Y2 Country, Prime Country, Carrie's Country, yep, all better. The Beatles Channel is better, and getting better all the time. Everything on Sirius is better with Bogle. Award-winning family-owned wines ranked as some of the finest available for around 10 bucks. As long as you're not driving, it's better with Bogle. Bogle Family Vineyards, Clarksburg, California. Please drink responsibly. And we're back with an all-new Keep It. This is Ira Madison III. I'm Louis Fertel. Did you miss me? My God, I'm back. Please take me back. Nobody missed you. Okay. <laughs> you were in last week's episode. Oh, yeah, I did the interview, but it was the commentary you really missed from me, I hope. So anyway, I'm about to give it. You also turned 35 last week. Woo! So happy birthday to you. Thank you. My main cultural association with 35 is that's how old Stu on Rugrats was. He would say, I'm 35 years old. <laughs> and he always looked haggard and purple-haired. And so now I think of myself the same way. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Rugrats... Um, <laughs> The youth portion of Keep It is not here this week, but we do have Sydney Washington. Yes. Uh-uh, don't do that. I'm young. I'm young. I'm giving you adolescent. I'm giving you euphoria <laughs> face. Don't do that. Uh-uh. But you are gonna- you giving... But are you giving me Aida, cast of the new Gossip Girl? Yes, right. No. She is young. No. <laughs> but... I did not say you weren't still fine, Sydney, okay? Weren't still giving the... The glow. Let me get, do I need to get closer into the camera so you can see? Poreless. Poor It's pretty sleek. I'll confirm it here. I'm on the Zoom. I know the listeners aren't, but no. I'm looking at a fine surface. I don't know who I was talking to this past weekend, but they were asking me about you. And I was like, let me tell you, Sydney Washington is top five most beautiful women in person. I, well, you know, Ira, I, I went to your birthday and I just, I had to show up and show out. I really did. The first one. There were so many birthdays, Ira. You are, I, I, did, I knew you were very important into the, <laughs> like for the community, but wow, you really dragged it out, hon. The fucking P.T. Barnum of birthdays here. <laughs> Throwing on a top hat and inviting the fools over. You know, I just think that it was important to document Leo season this year. I think all the girls feel the same. We're going to talk about Mr. Obama later. He felt the same. Right. You know, let us have our parties. You're right. Is, is my opinion. Sometimes I forget that he is a definitive Leo. I mean, obviously, Madonna is the only reason the Zodiac might be the truth. Like, she's the actual super Leo. But Obama, definitive in a way. But I feel like he's a little humble. The Leos, they're very out and proud and loud about it. I think Obama... You don't know he's a Leo until his birthday actually comes up. My thing with him, though, is I just think he's sly about being a Leo. Meanwhile, he's like, should I put out a list of my 150 favorite songs for you all to download immediately? <sighs> like, that seems like Leo eat me up behavior. I mean, you thought he was doing A&R at the White House the way he would constantly have, <laughs> you know, like somebody popping in. Beyonce, Jay-Z, John Legend. You know, I that was the behavior. Mm-hmm, right. Also, the, sly and humble, but his ass ran for president, Sydney. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he was like, it's going to be me. <laughs> but it's a selfless thing. You're doing it for the people. It's True. an exhausting job. He ran against a Clinton, okay? 
you know, they all, they were all like, oh, it's a rap, baby. And he was like, nah, you know what? I think I got it. Okay. Very Leo of him. You're right. You're right. Very Leo behavior. Uh, but we're going to talk about Obama's birthday party. We're going to talk about Andrew Cuomo this week. I hate when we get into this kind of keep it, where it's just like, well, <laughs> someone was horrible again and again. And now here come comments. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about people who don't know how to fly on airplanes oh, my this week. Uh, we got all the hot topics coming up. Plus, as a person who is part of the Selena Hive, mm. um, it upsets me to have to be mad at Selena Gomez this week. But we're going to do that, too. All right. So we'll be right back with more Keep It. No off years. 2022 is around the corner, and in order to win elections in the face of GOP power grabs, we're going to have to dig deeper and work harder than ever before, and that work needs to start early, especially since the government would like us to just, you know, figure it out and kumbaya our ways into voting um, to stop the GOP. So... Vote Save America's brand new No Off Years program will support the groups and organizers laying the groundwork in key states through remote volunteer opportunities, targeted donations, and education on what's at stake in upcoming elections. Please sign up today at votesaveamerica.com slash nooffyears. As I said, one of the many things I have in common with former President Obama <laughs> is we both throw great birthday parties and we both threw them last weekend okay well you, your birthdays are around the same time okay go on my party did not get dragged so uh, i see yes like his <laughs> uh for being a super spreader event although this is the thing that's making me upset lately and we could talk about whether or not he should have been throwing this big ass party you know on 20 acres with all these damn guests uh, knowing that he is the former president and knowing that the Republicans are thirsty for any sorts of drama right now. But I want to get into the thing that everybody on the internet now wants to be mad at anybody again for doing anything in public. Oh, a la gays over COVID? Yeah, as if we're not vaccinated. Right, I mean, the yeah, whole uh -huh. point of last year was telling people we don't have a vaccine, you gotta be safe. And now that we have it, I feel like some of the girls are still just into the whole don't go anywhere. The T is, is that we all are not vaccinated. Everybody on the call is vaccinated, but not everybody's vaccinated. And that's why we got Miss Delta running around rampant, uh, gallivanting and whatnot. So <laughs> I, I understand that people like shaking their fingers like, ah, you shouldn't have like 400 people in a space. But like. Let's not do that and have Lollapalooza go on at the same time. Like, mm -hmm. pick and choose. Either we shut down the festivals and make sure people can't do concerts and whatnot, or we let people have their parties and keep it moving. Right. Because uh, I think there was even someone in my DMs who was sort of like, I guess COVID's over in LA, my birthday party, which had very, very less people than like Obama's birthday party. And it also it's like, Baby, my friends are vaccinated. I don't hang out with the um, unvaccinated masses who are keeping America hostage. Or so you think. A part of me always wonders if, like, if I did a little extra digging in my, like, maybe not inner circle of friends, but, like, the orbit beyond that. Like, maybe there's one or two, like, 
I heard one time that needles turn you into a space creature, you know, conspiracist lingering. There must be, right? Since that is fair. Percentages don't seem to indicate that we're all doing it. That's fair. You think we got some people lying? In our friend groups? Yeah, I mean, people lie about how many people they've had sex with. They lie about if they're sober or not. They lie on their taxes. Like, everybody's lying. There's so many people who are lying about the smallest things. Why would they not lie about being vaccinated? Especially since we are dragging these people, like, every day on the hour of the hour. Right, right. That's fair. That's fair. I will say that a friend of mine, I'm not going to expose him. A girl he's seeing, she is vaccinated. But he and I had met this girl and we were kiki in, but he told me, oh, yeah, like she was sort of like not wanting to get the vaccine at first, but she had to get it because of her job. Um, but I'm like, you were just hanging out with this girl who like didn't want to get a vaccine. What's good? Okay, hold on. Well, let me be really transparent. I know that I'm new to this, <laughs> but for the people who think that I'm, you know, holier than thou. Don't nobody think that. moving right along we see you try to cook on the internet (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. we're not talking about that we're on keep it right now we're not talking about (laughs) anywho i thought i was one of those people i was one of those people that were lingering and taking a long time to get the vaccine you know obviously history we've we've read it we know about it that i had a lot of things that i was apprehensive about but at the same time like you know, I've done random drugs in Westchester. <laughs> like, it, it's like, do I really care what's in my body? I don't take the fucking vaccine. And Solomon Giorgio had to like his sister died and he like got on me. He was like, just because I'm grieving doesn't mean I'm not going to go off on you for not being vaccinated. He's like, you need to make an appointment right now on the phone with me. And I did. And I got it. So it took me some time, but I did. It. I love that. Solomon, he's one of the great comics. I r- routinely find myself at the same house party as him and like, whatever, something, who will come up? Angela Bassett or something. And then I lose mm-hmm. 90 minutes of my life talking about her. So, yes. He's a, good, he good a caretaker. Yes. He mm-hmm. is a caretaker. I love Solomon. Uh, and I'm glad he got you vaccinated. Yeah, he said he wouldn't speak to me if I if I didn't. So, good. I like that. <laughs> we need yeah. We need more like threats in a friendly way, like, you know. Oh, I'm good friends with you. I'm going to take that away if you don't do this thing anyway. Mm -hmm. But it's got to be someone like Solomon, right? Who seems wise, yeah. Well, there's a few people that are like, you know, if you don't do this certain thing, I'm not going to talk to you again. I'd be like, you know what? I have been waiting (laughs) for this moment. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, you have to have a strong read on the friendship and the dynamic in order for this to work, I think. The wildest thing about the birthday party for me, though, is that Everyone who kept uploading Instagrams, like Erica Badu and like her and other people, they all ended up deleting them because they were told not to upload anything from the party. And so my thing is, Obama got these people on lock. Yeah. Because I want to say, if Beyonce was throwing a party, as she often does, and said, no social media, there will not be any social media leaking from that party. Why were there leaks from the former president's party? If he said, don't upload anything. These people are cocky. You're, her is like 24 years old and she's def- defying. Ob- I mean, like, that's some nerve. This Oscar has got her cocky. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it, this is a flex. You know, you're at Obama's birthday party. He's not president anymore. So he's going off. You know, there's shit that the normal birthday when he was in office was happening. He's like doing extra now. So I'm sure people mm. got a little, you know, overzealous about it. But do people not have fences? We know that they have fences. 
It's like, don't, po- you have to give something for the Finster. You can't be putting, posting on main like that. Right. So here's my question about you, because you still have one. I don't have a fence anymore. I got tired of it. I thought it was too much work. Ira, I didn't even notice. Yes, I, I know. I think mine is gone because I just feel like it was too much work. Like, updating the fence, duh. I'm like, girl, I'm just going to not tell people shit. That's, that's just what it is now. Uh, so some stuff you just won't get anymore. And the only thing I would put on my fence to anyway is the person I'm dating now. And, yeah. you know, I feel like people are tired of hearing that. <laughs> I know, but like fences are so juicy and the people who are a part of it, you make them feel a little bit special, like more special than maybe what they really are. So I don't know. I, I like my fencer community and you need to have something separate from the main. People don't need to know every party you're at. They just they shouldn't. Unless you are doing it for clout. I know. I feel the same. I Like, my boss doesn't need to know that I'm out right now, even if it's, like, a completely benign party. Like, it's just a, mm-hmm. it's a really bizarre instinct to me to have to broadcast things like that to everyone. Anyway, I now sound like some hardened Gen X member or something. But <laughs> um, um, this guest list, by the way, it does feel like Obama was asking for leaks. I mean, like, if you invite Erica Badu, Erica Badu has, like, a slick sense of humor. I mean, like, she'll raise an eyebrow and say something devastating out the side of her mouth that kind of thing so i think she would naturally post things from a party like this no she doesn't really post a lot i follow her she doesn't really she it's all about her music it's all about her daughters like things of that sort but she's not really out and about just being like hey i'm at the waffle house like random (laughs) stuff like that she's not doing that so maybe this was like the moment to get her to be like you know what let me do a little post let me sharp at this party I tell you who didn't post nothing was Miss Chrissy Teigen. Because. Mm. <laughs> no, she's been posting. She's like trying to Is get she back. back? She's trying to get back in. She's She needs social media. It's clear that she is desperate, desperate for engagement. She needs it, wants it. Okay, so we've been told by our producer um, that Chrissy posted photos from outside the party. Ooh. Girl. <laughs> that is exactly like what that. you mean. Okay, I like that. She's on the rim of the party, so you can't really fault her. Yeah. She's like, here's my outfit for a party I'm going to. You don't know where I'm going. But that's something that someone who is desperate for the engagement would post. They want you asking questions. They want you digging. Mm-hmm, mm. She needs it. She Even though she's like, I know that I'm canceled, but look, I'm at the part. Like, I'm still getting invited, so you too can invite me to your things. I think that, like, her cancellation is a state of her mind. Yes, she lost some things, but no one in her life is, like, not hanging out with her because of this. You know, it's not like she's Andrew Cuomo. So I feel like if she just decided, like, I'm back and started doing shit, who cares? Lena Dunham out here everywhere. Chrissy Teigen was kind of like seen as, oh my God, she's so sweet. She's so funny. She's amazing. And now she was looked at as like, no, she's a villain too. She's done some dumb shit. And sometimes I think she posts things or tweets things and, and she makes herself like holier than thou. And, you know, we got to see the truth that, mm-hmm. hey, you make mistakes as well. So I think it's not really about being canceled. It's just like, hey, girl, you just like us. 
I don't care if your husband is John Legend. Mm, I'll repress my Rosie O'Donnell, Queen of Nice defense monologue. <laughs> uh, I mean, she really just sort of got exposed like the girl at high school who you always think, you know, in the movie or something is sweet. And then it turns out like she's actually the mean girl. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of like 80s and 90s and 2000 movies for her to watch to see how to rehabilitate herself. Right. The literature is there. Just be the funny bitch. Right. Get, getting funny. <laughs> now that people mean. know you're mean, be funny and mean. Because she is one of the ultimate like quote tweeters, right? Like you throw, like, I don't know, Tucker Carlson says something stupid and then she jumps on it with like a, a lowercase rejoinder and then we love her again. So you're right. It just seems easy. Uh, but I think some of her jokes hit because she was likable. Mm. So when you're no longer liked, they're critiquing your jokes a lot harder. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, you know, hot people who are not funny. I'll give a little laugh. <laughs> well, I'm triggered. I'm triggered on the call because, you know, I identify as hot. So whenever you talk about my community... I said hot people yeah. who aren't yeah. funny, Sydney. Uh, you no, are hot I, and I, funny. It is very no, unfortunate I, <laughs> that you have that you are a triple threat. But I, whenever I hear it, I have my eyes, my eyebrow goes up like, who are you talking about? Because all my friends are hot and funny. <laughs> Oh my God, that reminds me. You, you know who Bruce Valanche is? Like the, old, the gay comic with the glasses and the funny t shirts. Anyway, he used to like write the Academy Awards. He will always be posting on like hot guys Instagram when they post like a caption under their shirtless selfie that says something like, hi, gay, or whatever thing we've repeated for the 5,000th time. And they'll be like, oh, so funny. I'm like, what? You wrote like the 1988 Academy Awards and now you're telling this So You Think You Can Dance choreographer he's Phyllis Diller? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also, I just want you to know that you have to have more fun and be more light. And sometimes you got to throw these like, LOL, you're hilarious to the peeps. You got to give it, you got to give it out. Don't be so mean. Uh, yes, I, I'm not saying he should withhold praise altogether. That said, let's zero in on accurate praise. Let's zero in on something close-ish within a mile of the truth. True, true, true. Mm. All right. Well, Sydney, since you are here and you are a New Yorker, give us the tea on Andrew Cuomo. We know Cuomo is very problematic. Every time he does something that we're like, we needed that a long time ago, it's because he's got caught out there. Like 11 women accuse Cuomo of making inappropriate comments about the way they dress and kissing and touching them without invitation. Obviously, if you've ever seen a picture of Cuomo, he looks like the type. He looks like the nasty uncle. He was like, okay, well, now everybody has to be uh, vaccinated or show their papers. And so I think Cuomo is so messy, but that's why we keep talking about him. The funniest thing for me, and it's hard to say you find anything funny in this, but when he was accused of kissing like women inappropriately, I love that his response was, I kiss everybody. Oh, God. So he released that video of him, like, doing it to men, too, kissing, like, other politicians, like, on the face and on the mouth. And I was like, are you a gay man? <laughs> are, are you Richard Dawson on Family Feud? Yeah. <laughs> there was another video where he had to come out and he says, you know, these women said that I did this at, you know, a holiday party. I don't remember doing that, but I probably did. That's that's when he was, that's when I was like, when he said, that feels about on brand for me. I said, we got to get him out of here. We got it. He's got to go. I've had it up to here 
with Cuomo. The video was funny watching, but that it was just like, sir, who is your publicist? Who's allowing you to say these things on camera? It's really funny that New York can't seem to have a good governor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a hilarious thing for them. Or anyone in power at all constantly being terrorized but um the Cuomo stuff is even funnier to me because I feel like there was that period a few years ago where uh I feel like it was mostly white women um who were going on a tear being like Cuomo is so hot like the whole Cuomo sexual movement and now they should be embarrassed but I don't think they are well you can think somebody is hot and not have a clue that they're a creep this happens you were just talking about being gay uh well yeah happens all the time <laughs> <laughs> Fair, but I meant like the whole movement to be like, I'm a Cuomosexual. Yeah. Should be embarrassing for anyone who ever tweeted that. Oh, well, I mean, if we if we want to get into just puns on the internet, period, right now, I mean, it's a sad state of affairs. I think mostly run by the heterosexual community, which is why they're bad. That said, you know what? It might be gays too. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to mostly hand it to straights, but I could be wrong. This is when you were saying it's hard for us to get like a decent governor. I think it's hard to get anybody in power to not do some fucked up shit because once mm. you get power you want to abuse it period yeah shakespeare i don't know about power <laughs> because i ain't got it so of course i'm like trying to be a law-abiding citizen and do right and be nice to everybody or whatever but give me a whole bunch of money a new closet full of clothes and i can make rules and laws i don't know i don't know i might be a little shady and mean. Okay. It's like how it's, it's legal to buy a sports car, but if you have a sports car, you're obviously going to break the speed limit kind of thing. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, also, I don't want anyone from New York like coming to drag me because, you know, like California, we also do not oh, um, have a good governor. <laughs> we currently have one who sucks, who we are trying to hold on to by the skin of our teeth because we don't want a Republican to take his spot in the recall. Wait, I have to backtrack. And I just want to let people know that I am not excusing Cuomo for being a creep. Oh, sure. Oh, please. But I just think that a lot of people in power are tainted just a bit. But he's one of few that I'm like, man, you just cannot keep it cute at all. It's always out in the open how bad you are. If anybody's in a position of power, like president, mayor, just like really important titles, I don't think we should be talking about if they hot or not. Mm. I, I, I want stop sexualizing people who have really important jobs. Let's let we shouldn't be having that conversation. It's too loose. If you if we are having that conversation, it should be in a group chat. It shouldn't be on a Twitter mm. thread. I don't want to see it. By the way, mm. that distinction just needs to be made altogether. Like things that actually belong in a group chat versus. I mean, I feel this way up just about. We talked about like speculating about celebrities' sexuality in a way, like how mm -hmm. like among your friends it's one thing, but if you put it out in the open, you're doing something else. Like you're that the celebrity will then. Say, I don't know. It's just that you're right. There are conversations that are appropriate. Only in certain contexts. Yeah. All right. And um, lastly, in the hot topics, um, has anybody flown lately? I've seen people acting a damn fool. <laughs> well, I was with gays fleeing market days on a flight that was supposed to leave at 9.30, left at midnight, got here at 4 a.m., I wrote my jokes for Kimmel at 6 a.m. and I'm here at 8.20 a.m. So I feel like a fucking electrified Chucky doll and you're lucky I didn't <laughs> act a fool on this flight. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that is half of the sort of thing going on. One, airlines are sort of being trash right now, uh, so I can get why people are mad. But also, 
You got the unvaccinated people on airplanes um, being crazy, the people who don't want to wear their masks, and then people abusing flight attendants. And I just think we need some whole sweeping, you know, um, regulations or something changed on both sides. Right. This is why Rihanna is never going to put out an album. <laughs> it's because we don't deserve. Mm. We at, at last year we couldn't even fucking travel. We couldn't do shit. It's like now we're out and about and we're allowed to do things. It's just like get on the fucking plane, keep your mask on, keep your shoes on and sit the fuck down and fall asleep. If you need to take a Xanax to get your nerves and do it. Just act right. Act like you got some home training. It makes me so upset. I get on, I see the people that are like, no, nah, I'm just going to disobey everything. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to take my socks off. I'm going to put my feet on the side of somebody's armrest. And then, yeah, I, and then on top of that, I'm not going to wear my mask. And then if somebody asks me about it, I'm going to have an attitude and get loud. The fuck is your problem? By the way, I also just immediately submit to the authority of flight attendants, they always know what they're talking about. I think in these cases also, like a lobotomy is not a tough medical procedure to me. I think they should be able to administer them. Just fully like <laughs> ask the demented passenger, would you just like a new brain? We can get on the flight and you can have a new brain. And then they can just say yes and, you know, disengage from the old brain and we move right along. Mm. Is that what happened to Tennessee Williams' sister? She That's was on a plane <laughs> acting unruly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say that it is also an American thing. Oh, yeah. This just sort of like any sort of customer service disrespect because it's not just airplanes. It's like all these reports now about like any sort of restaurant anywhere, just people coming back to them and being mad disrespectful to anyone who works in customer service. And it's sort of like we didn't have these things for a year and now you're back and you're acting reckless. And a fool. Well, the thing is, is that they, they just let us out and we didn't have no like courses or classes <laughs> to take before because we lost all of our sense being cooped up in the house for months on months on months. So it's like and then we're allowed to be out to our own devices. You know, we don't know what to do. You see that in the club. You see people always drink too much. They don't know, even know how to do their drugs. So imagine people just being able to go in a restaurant or get on a the plane. They're going to act like. Yeah, I deserve this. I'm an American. Mm -hmm. I do what the fuck I want. This is my right. It's wilder on a plane, though, because I feel like the consequences for being unruly on a plane are you can never fly again. Oh, right. Or you're kicked off that airline. And so I'm like, that's the last thing I would ever want to do. If I get kicked off Delta, I don't know what I'm going to do. I love Delta One. Uh, also, if you're doing it on a plane, you're holding back an entire flight. So that's a, a particularly strong narcissism oh when they start doing it and we in the air no no fuck all of that fuck all of them not being able to get on the plane again what about the people who are stressed out on the plane they're like this plane is gonna go down it's gonna like i'm one of those people that's any little turbulence or shaking i'm like oh, oh this is the plane we going down and i don't do group deaths so i don't need no commotion happening near the e emergency exit and i'm like, oh the door is gonna fly open we did like i can't it when Sydney dies, it will be private and it will be on her fenster. <laughs> and only the fenster community will see it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ira. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. Uh, when we're back, we're going to talk about Selena Gomez. Keep It is brought to you by Barefoot Dreams. Lewis? Yes? When you see footprints in the sand... That was when I carried you in my Barefoot Dreams rub. Now, is that a Leona Lewis song? <laughs> no? 
Uh, if you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially now as the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket. And while many have attempted to duplicate their blankets, robes, and more, Barefoot Dreams' fabrication and quality cannot be replicated, so don't believe the dupes. Girl, this blanket is it. I effing love this blanket. I'm thinking about it right now, and I want to jump in my bed, which is sponsored by something that we'll do another ad for momentarily. Get ready. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Jesus, get a life, Oprah. My God. (laughs) Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. Their products make the perfect gifts, too. Uh, I throw this thing on. I wear it like a shawl. I look exactly like Ellen Burstyn. And <laughs> I am the coziest a human being can be. Because by the way, it's still that time in Los Angeles where it's like pretty mild outside and then your apartment is cold. I can't explain mm. it. I don't know things like basic science. For Keep It listeners, you can get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code KEEPIT15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. <laughs> Selena Gomez picked a bad fight with the writers of The Good Fight. I mean, if anything was going to challenge the Ira brain this week, I mean, (laughs) the conflict. Why is my girl warring with my shell? Come on. Anyway, she called out The Good Fight for a reference to the kidney transplant that she received in 2017 after already calling out Saved by the Bell for initially making a joke about it, which wasn't even dragging her. Um, But in The Good Fight, in an episode that aired on July 15th, which y'all should be watching The Good Fight. If you're listening, please watch The Good Fight. It's one of the best shows on TV. Several characters were having a discussion about comedy, cancel culture, and which subjects are too sensitive to joke about. And someone just says that you shouldn't joke about Selena Gomez kidney transplant. That's literally the line. Um, Meanwhile, Selena goes off tweeting, I'm not sure how writing jokes about organ transplants for television shows has become a thing, but sadly, it has apparently. I hope in the next writer's room when one of these tasteless jokes are presented, it's called out immediately and doesn't make it on air. Then she followed up the tweet with love to her fans and then hashtag respect Selena Gomez started trending. Okay. Um, first of all, so she says it's a thing. It's happened twice. It happened two times. <laughs> two times means it's a thing. Three times it's a trend. Those are the rules in journalism. <laughs> It's like when when Taylor Swift reacted to that one TV show that made a joke about how many boyfriends she had or whatever. It's like, all right, like you can express discomfort or even offense, but you also have 750 million followers, like an actual gigantic cult, and you have to know that that will then turn into battles your fans fight with the wrong people at the wrong time, you know, scaring the wrong people off the internet. Babe, that was a reach. She's reaching. (laughs) I mean, she is... (laughs) Selena, we love you. We love you. Go on and have another season of that cooking show. You don't have to worry about these jokes on these shows. (laughs) You're doing fine, sweetie. You're doing great. Does she steal your bit, Selena Plus Chef? I'm not going to talk about it. I'm I'm, I'm actually going to be the bigger person and say I'm happy for her. But that's how jokes work, babe. And it's not like move on. You're good. I'm just going to also say that among body parts, kidney is one of the funnier ones, just syllabically. Yes. Like, I want to say it to end a joke. 
So mm-hmm. it, there's no offense to her. There's just something inherent about the organ itself that's also funny. Right. No one joked about her waking up in an ice bathtub like it's urban legend no. or something. <laughs> you know? But that has been a running joke, too. So it's like, yeah. come on. My thing is, this is the second time she's been mad about this. And... The second time that it shows that her fans, and I guess her, don't have any sort of comprehension skills or are just really feeling themselves a bit too much because both times, both jokes were not at her expense. Right. Neither time. We talked about this with Saved by the Bell. The joke was not at her expense. The joke was about teenagers who don't know anything um, without being on their phone constantly. You know, it's like they kept mangling the story and what happened. And then the end joke was like, does Selena Gomez even have kidneys? (laughs) You know, like they didn't know. And this then was literally saying, oh, don't joke about that. Like referencing the Saved by the Bell thing. And it's, baby, I don't even think she watched it. She didn't watch the episode. Someone just just tweeted her. Somebody tagged her. Right. They tagged her. That's what usually happens is like, uh, it, people it's like playing telephone like they're getting like the watered down version of what really happened and people are too lazy to actually go and do the research and mm. that's probably what happened and now i have to worry that like christine baranski is afraid to leave her home or whatever you know <laughs> is our <laughs> are these girls sending like anthrax envelopes to the home of audrey mcdonald no. i don't know and it's truly wild for me as a you know a selenator <laughs> you know a selenator i never know how to pronounce that word but I'm a Selena Stan. I enjoy her. I follow her on Instagram. The photos are always bomb. Her last album, really good. Yes, yes. Uh, listen, she did her thing. I've always enjoyed the music. Uh, I truly think she is also hilarious. It's wild to me that she can't take a joke uh, because I think that she has amazing comedic timing. And it's also wild to me that you could be in a new Steve Martin series on Hulu and be working with Steve Martin, and then turn around and be offended at somebody making a joke about your kidney transplant. It's like, girl, have you seen any of Steve Martin's comedy like throughout his career? Come on. Right, right, right. The thing that is really flabbergasting, flabbergasting, uh, I'm using this word. I like uh, it, For yeah. me, thank you. For me, it's just like trying to reconcile, you know, like who people really are with like what they give you. I think the comedic timing is perfect. Um, Like, she's so funny. And she does seem to have, like, a very sophisticated take on material, which you would not expect from a child star. But she does. I think she's very talented when it comes to acting and being funny. But also on the flip side, she don't know what funny is and she can't take jokes. (laughs) So what's good? The range. I I, I love the range for Selena. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing what she can. Uh, Speaking of tagging celebrities and things, um, it's just making me think of last week when Gossip Girl referenced Jamila Jamil. And they like, one of the characters was being canceled. And then someone else said, uh, it gets worse. Jamila Jamil just defended you. And that was funny to me because someone tagged her and was like oh did you see the new gossip girl they referenced you and she responded like no i haven't i heard the gossip girl reboot was really bad (laughs) and i'm like sis (laughs) and then next when she had seen the clip she tweeted like i'm sorry julian like referencing the character being like i'm sorry i defended you like playing along with the joke i'm like but girl we just saw that you like you don't watch the show 
You thought it was bad. So why are you now tweeting about it like you like part of the joke? Like, don't fake the funk. She loves the mess. She stays on top of it. She works overtime, and we have to give it for JJ. JJ stays in the building. <laughs> Her fingers stay typing on the Twitter. <laughs> It's impossible to read her on Twitter or Instagram, not in a side eye. Like, you have to be reading it with your head tilted a little bit. Like, oh, God, here it comes again. He stays ready, okay? I heard it's a terrible season. Work. (laughs) (laughs) It's moments like those that make me then flip and be like, you know what? I feel like I, like, have to stand. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because... Even, like, when we were talking about, like, you know, Chrissy was, like, shook about being, like, represented as the good girl. This, I feel like Jamila, like, gets to walk that line between, like, being the, like, the activist, but also, like, people constantly dragging her. And she just, like, she walks that line. Let me tell you, she's never not busy. (laughs) She is always, she always got something to do. And I adore her for that. Right. You know, it's like, it's like some people are booked and busy. I think even when she, even when, even when Jamila's not booked, she's busy. (laughs) That's merch. (laughs) Unbooked, but busy. Yeah. Uh, also, in late breaking news, um, Cuomo said he's resigning. Um, well, hey, we said get him out of there, and this manifest. You got a manifest. Yeah, how he got this early a cut of our episode? Listen to it and then reconsider. We'll never know. I mean, <laughs> we we sent him the hot mic feed, uh, emailed it to the office, uh, and he said. Wait a second. Hold up. Wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing, and I cannot be the cause of that. Given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is to step aside and let government get back to governing. <laughs> I'm screaming. Fine. This is too much. This has been a delight. This has been, oof. My stomach hurts. <laughs> uh, all right, Andy. I love that for him. Do the low Cuomo mm-hmm. motion out of this office. I don't know. I was trying to come up with another mm-hmm. pun besides Cuomo sexual. Love that for us. Yeah. Well, anyway, maybe he'll start tweeting again now because he won't be busy. All right. <laughs> he wasn't busy before either. It <laughs> <laughs> seemed like he was on vacay for a while. <laughs> he's he's going to write another book. Remember how he wrote a book about like everything he did during the pandemic when he didn't really do anything. Now, maybe he's going to write a book about, like, surviving um, allegations. Oof. A lot of people could use that. Mm-hmm. Right. No, we, there should be a playbook at this point, so. Yeah, there probably is one being passed around. You know, like, Louis got it. You know, some people got it. You know, there's, like, there's a secret little handbook, you know, passed around, like, um, I don't know, like pamphlets in the 15th century. I don't know what books get passed around secretly. <laughs> Look at you speculating about what a book is. Like Playboys in high school. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> at the tree stump in the woods behind the school. Yeah. <sighs> All right. When we're back, keep it. Sirius XM Radio is better with Bogle Wines. 70s on 7, 80s on 8, better with Bogle. 
Alt Nation, Hip Hop Nation, Hair Nation, Better with Bogle, Madison, Howard, Andy Cohen, Better, 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 Y2 Country, Prime Country, Carrie's Country, yep, all better. The Beatles channel is better, and getting better all the time. Everything on Sirius is better with Bogle. Award-winning family-owned wines ranked as some of the finest available for around 10 bucks. As long as you're not driving, it's better with Bogle. Bogle Family Vineyards, Clarksburg, California. Please drink responsibly. And we're back with our favorite segment of the episode. As usual, it is Keep It. Sydney, your first time here. It's time for you to say keep it to something. We're going to let you go first. Ah, I'm so happy about Miss Fenty Savage being a billionaire. We have to keep it. We always go off about eat the rich and people should not have that much money. She deserves it. Robin deserves it. If anybody should be a billionaire, I know that she's going to do the right thing with the money. She's been doing it. Mm. I mean, she's not putting the money back into music, but that's okay. We don't need it. She, we don't need, we, she's got her makeup. She's got her lingerie. She's got skincare. She's doing everything. I heard her clothing isn't doing great. I think that's shut down, but everything else. Oh, I love it. Keep, it. keep it Robin. Yes. We want her as a billionaire. An optimistic keep it, reversing the definition of keep it for this. I know. You did a keep it up. I will allow it. You did a keep it up. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh, remember our optimistic episodes, Ira? What a f- talk about a flop era. Quote <laughs> Jamila Jamel. We tried to do some nice keep it, and the girls were not happy. They stormed out of the room. They were acting like the Selena fit. Hashtag respect keep it yeah. <laughs> is what they were tweeting and they said y'all we don't need y'all being nice yeah well no i want them to drag me for being nice because i'm i'm known for being a nice person so it's okay i'll take that famously nice just Sydney. like lin-manuel miranda drag the nice oh, <laughs> God. Lewis? yes Lu- really? Sydney is the lin-manuel of comedy <laughs> <laughs> you know what cut, cut the mic off dead ass, dead ass. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. Should I do my keep it over then? Should I be a bitch? <laughs> no, no, well, I really, yeah, no. Bitch. I'm actually very, I'm very thrilled at how I provoked her with just that. <laughs> yeah, very thrilled. When I see you on site, we are fighting, going on. I keep your mask on when we fight. Too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, you know what? Lewis, why don't you say your keep it? Okay, my keep it is so generic stand-up material. I'm sorry it's this basic, but guys, I have to keep it to, help me God, Guy Fieri's Apple Pie Hot Dog, which he is debuting at a Field of Dreams-themed baseball game in Dyersville, Iowa, where they filmed the movie Field of Dreams between the Chicago White Sox and the Yankees. So it's an all-American-themed food hot dog and apple pie can we not put a fucking dessert on a hot dog i mean like i'm from chicago anyway i'm hostile about what goes on a hot dog period but like guy fieri i mean just flavor town is just real life twin peaks everything is all wrong there there are no rules people speak backwards you meet a strange woman and i am uncomfortable with the things he does but he does them with such joy and no one can ever really be mad at him that will constantly be getting these concoctions. He's like if Dr. Frankenstein worked at the Cheesecake Factory, you know, standing by with his, like, fingers outstretched, lightning through his fingers. You know what? Let's green light that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what's green like that? Peacock, what's good? <laughs> That'd be pretty cute. Yeah, just coming up with new Thai fusion recipes that also involve birthday cake or whatever. Um, <laughs> he's like the love child of Chester Cheetah and the Kool-Aid man. That's what he is, spiritually. Mm. And that he makes food for us. And now we eat it at baseball games. And it's this diabetes heart attack remix for everybody to enjoy. I mean, that reminds me of, I can also say keep it to Miss Sweetie uh, and McDonald's for their collabo, The Sweetie Meal. <laughs> and she is almost Flavortown-esque too, right? You know, it's like she makes concoctions online, you know, like disgusting food items, mix and matching them together. And Aida and I were talking about this last week, you know, I just feel like, I don't believe most of them. I'm just like, are you doing this for the social media girl? Yeah. Do you really be eating like this? Because if you do, what's really going on? The real tea is that she's going to get a cooking show before me. Mm, <laughs> Sweetie plus chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole plus chef of cinematic universe. <laughs> you know what? It's only because Sweetie is hot. If she was not hot, nobody would be co-signing her eating the trash meals that she concocts. On a daily basis. Yeah. Well, the thing about the Saweetie meal is that it's like McDonald's' latest collab where they just basically are giving you a meal that the celebrity enjoys themselves. Like they had a BTS meal, which was basically just like a 10-piece chicken wing nugget with like some Korean uh, sauces. Um, they had a Bad Bunny meal, I believe. And now this is... A meal, I ordered it last night mm. to test it out. It is a Big Mac. Okay. A medium Sprite. And a four-piece chicken McNugget and fries. And then there's barbecue sauce. And then there is sweetie and sour sauce, which is very cute. All right. But the thing is about her is, like, you're supposed to mix and match, you know? So I tried to – first of all, I didn't get no Sprite because I'm not drinking no damn soda. Uh, I, <laughs> right. got a, I, got a Coke, I got a Coke Zero. Mm -hmm. I got some of the shit off of the Big Mac because I'm like, I'm not a Big Mac person. Me neither. My McDonald's meal has always been the two-cheeseburger meal plain – since I was a child, and it is still the only thing I order at McDonald's. Yuck. Nothing about me is lettuce from McDonald's. <laughs> I don't need, like, what? yeah, I don't need greens from McDonald's. Why, why are you dragging my meal? Never mind. I'm not going to say anything. I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm, I'm quiet. I'm quiet. This is the end of keep it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm clocked out, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> But I tried to mix it up. I like I put fries on the burger and tried to eat it like that. You know, I was like using the barbecue sauce for like the French fries. You know, uh, was trying to do concoctions like her. And then I was just like, this is fucking with my taste buds. Yeah, I'm gonna eat this regular. Fries are their own show. You know my thing. I I, I like them with nothing, with just salt. Yeah, no, I don't eat McDonald's fries with anything. Mm -hmm. I love them plain. But whenever I've like mixed and matched stuff, I was like drunk off of eight vodka crayons coming out of like club avenue in the summertime like i'm not i'm just don't normally like have to do all of that i like eat my stuff mm. separate that's it yeah i'm not even a person who likes my food mixing on the plate yeah mm -mm. me neither when you at the family function when you at the family function you know when you at thanksgiving famously i would always be like when they plop everything onto the plate i'm like i don't want my grains mixing mm -mm. with the cranberry I sauce i don't want it i don't want it in my yep. macaroni get the fuck away from it like get me separate plates yeah divisions <laughs> yeah i want i want like a, a play divvied up like a trivial pursuit pie separate but uh, equal but on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, my keep it goes to Crocs. Oh. Uh, mostly because I think I may finally get some. Uh, 
Well, they're the Guy Fieri of shoes, so. I've, like, a long thought that they looked, like, garbage, but I don't know. I recently saw, like, Jeremy O'Harris in some Gucci Crocs, and I was like, you know what? You know, I love to hit him with that. Mm-hmm. But not even that. I was like, I'm not spending no damn money on no Gucci Crocs. Um, but I was at the Disney store. Uh, when I went to Disney for the first time, oh. I did that for my birthday. I saw some like Simba Crocs, like Lion King print, and turns out they don't have them in my size. They only go up to a 10, so also keep it to Disney for not letting me spend my money, um, which is very shocking because Disney loves money. Ira, are you going through something? Crocs? I just, you are just too fashion forward to hit us with the, yeah, I think I'm going to get some Crocs. Are you going through a breakup? I'm really disappointed in you, and I... Uh, you just, I'm not just, going through a breakup. Quite the opposite. Okay, okay. I don't know what's going on. I'm okay, just happy so now. No Crocs I'm, for I, you. Feel, I, I feel blissful, and I want my feet to be comfortable. No, get the, the get the Hermes, like, flats or whatever. Do something like that. They, they have comfy shoes okay the thing is crocs have just held on so long in the cultural imagination i mean this they must go back 15 years now that they've outlasted the jokes about crocs so they also have this weird like 2000s trash retro cachet that makes them kind of seem cool no crocs are also like uggs and you won't catch me in either i'm i'm fine without i do finally have a pair of uggs but they're not ugg boots (laughs) they're the ugg um loafers yes the ugg loafers okay Okay. Yeah. Well, to each his own. Whatever you guys do, that's your business. It's fine. Bringing me back to the dorms at the (laughs) University of Iowa. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. But don't wear in public. Don't tell. No. There we go. Okay. (laughs) That's my legislation. Anyway, (laughs) Sydney, thank you for being here this week. This no guest week. I love it. I love it, and it just it felt like it felt like home. Is that weird? I mean, besides Lewis being shady boots to me, (laughs) felt like home. That's the homiest part. That's the homiest part. That's what we do to each other. You know what? You're gonna come back, and then we're gonna unfortunately make you a mean person. (laughs) Well. Once I see Lewis on the street, we're going toe to toe. Watch me tremble and apologize in under a millisecond. <laughs> we're going to have the cameras on. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. This is lovely. You, you guys obviously do what you do, and that's why you're one of the best podcasts out here. Oh, uh, what a queen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But people should also go and listen to The Unofficial Expert with you. And Marie Foster, yeah, the other most gorgeous woman, just in person, hilarious, two, talented, two, you know, the re- everything. The reason I had to throw a LA birthday party was like y'all showed up like and were the hottest people at my New York birthday, and I was like, I can't, I'm not doing that again. We did come <laughs> sexified. <for you. laughs> I was like, y'all not doing that again, so I had to have another one where I was the hottest person there. I I saw some Crocs at. <laughs> so yeah so yeah i'm glad that you did another one thank you thank you thank you um all right we'll see y'all next week keep it is a crooked media production our senior producer is kendra james our producer is caroline reston and our associate producer is brian semmel our executive producer is me ira madison iii our editor is bill lance and kyle seglin is our sound engineer Thank you to our digital team, Matt DeGroote, Narmel Konian, and Milo Kim for production support every week. And hey, stay safe out there. When it comes to scents, you should pick ones that smell like, well, you. Target gets it, which is why they offer a range of personal care products with fragrances for everyone. Be true to floral you with Dove Peony and Rose Body Wash. Live your fresh life with Degree Ultra Clear Deodorant. 
Express your decadent side with Love Beauty and Planet Coconut Shampoo. This spring, choose care that brings you joy beyond labels. Pick up new favorites at a Target near you or online at Target.com.